6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. On this Friday afternoon, uh, it is time to check in with our pal Grant Fedork from Leading Edge Physiotherapy this afternoon for another edition of Fit After 40. Sometimes it seems like it might be an impossible thing, but it is possible to be fit after 40. Just look at Grant. Hey, Grant. Hey, Grant. Hey, how's it going, Jalen? I'm doing pretty good, my friend. All right, we want to talk about concussions today. And I think that, you know, if you have a kid maybe playing sports or, um, you know, maybe been in a car accident or something like that, that is when we think about concussions. But oftentimes, otherwise, it's just not on the radar. What exactly is a concussion? Is it when the kind of brain hits the skull? Yeah, close. Uh, well, what, it can occur as an acceleration, deceleration, or rotational force to the head. So lots of different things obviously can cause it. You named a few of them, but even even any direct trauma to the head can mm. cause basically the brain to move around within the skull and causes damage to the tissue at a cellular level. And effectively, what is it? We we do call them traumatic brain injuries. While some can be mild and more severe, that's what you're facing when you've got a concussion. And there's a myriad of symptoms that go along with a concussion. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about those symptoms. Like, when do you know that you've had a concussion? Yeah, and that's one of the things I really wanted to talk about today. And I'm glad you brought up the fact that um, a lot of us are, yeah, we're fit after 40. That's what we're talking about. We have kids and our kids are playing sports. Yeah. And it's very important that we're watching our kids play these sports because more and more, obviously, we know the impacts that a concussion can have. So one of the things I did want to talk about is how parents or how coaches and what they should be paying attention to. So the immediate things I, and with, the, you know, the symptoms of a concussion I'll get into a bunch of them, but we're talking about headaches, mood disturbances, balance issues, brain fog or trouble with attention, difficulty with vision, uh, and one of the big ones is sleep disturbances. But what we need to do is be paying attention to mechanism of injury, especially with our kids or those that are playing sports. So if you're in a car accident and you've hit your head, or if you've been in a a serious acceleration, deceleration type of an impact, like hit from behind and your your body moves forward, your your brain is moving inside of your skull and that can cause trauma as well. You'll see football players that are hit and their body stays put their head moves Mm -hmm. or their body moves on their head in either event that can cause the damage as well not just falling and hitting your head and all of those can create these symptoms so what parents should be watching for is red flags so the immediate you know if if um the kids describing double vision weakness tingling severe or increasing headache a seizure convulsion or loss of consciousness um or a deteriorating conscious state, you know, starting to feel sleepy, vomiting. Those are red flags. Those are call an ambulance or make sure, especially if there's not a professional medical person on site to evaluate the child. So Grant, do those those symptoms happen right away or can they be delayed? Yeah, absolutely. And that's a really good question. Some can be right away, but the we do know that the onset of concussion symptoms can come on up, up to a week, oh, but wow. usually within the first several hours. Um, and we do know that with, for instance, post-concussion syndrome, some of these symptoms can actually develop over a longer period of time as well. 
So you're you're certainly right. That's why these uh, anybody who is faced with this type of an injury needs to be monitored, and that's kind of where we go to when we talk about if you suspect a concussion. I mean, one of the one of the good things we've we've seen certainly uh, more attention being paid to concussions in sports, and we know that there's concussion protocol in place uh, now on a lot of teams. I, you know, I, I don't ever think that we talked about it when I was playing sports. You know, uh, 35, 40 years ago, just it just wasn't there so much. But there certainly is an awareness now, which is which is really really good. So that's positive. Um, you know, so if it does happen, and then you, your your child has had a concussion, or you've had a concussion, you're going through these symptoms, you're you're dealing with it. When when how long does it take to heal? I guess it depends on the severity of it. But when do you look for treatment, Grant? Yeah, it's a great question. So you touched on a few really important things. There is something out there called the concussion recognition tool. Uh, the current ones is, is the concussion recognition tool five, and it's designed for coaches and those who are around these type of sports. And it can happen in in many sports, but even gymnastics, if somebody lands on their head. So I do recommend anybody out there who's around kids who are in sport, be aware of this sort of thing. There's a list of observable signs, symptoms, memory assessment. All of those things are all part of that. And you touched on another really important one, which is uh, in 2012, a survey of high school football players showed that like the vast majority of players would say it's okay to play with a concussion. And they said they'd even play through any injury to win the game, Mm. even though they knew that there's a danger of concussions. And that's, you know, that's, that's nine years ago. And I think nine years later, we're getting there. Uh, But it's really, it still takes that outside person to sit back and say, when in doubt, you know, sit them out. And that's really important that they get that rest, that initial rest. So the answer is immediate assessment and immediate medical assessment if you suspect a concussion, period. So if you're a parent or if it's you, get medical attention, somebody who knows how to assess the the degree and severity of the injury that you sustained. It's often physical. There's a physical component, a cognitive component, and other areas that we look into. And there's a barrage of tests we put people through to determine kind of how severe it is. And that's what guides the treatment. Mm-hmm. Just like other things, the brain is a, it's a complex tissue. It's probably the most complex thing we've got going for us. <laughs> so it makes us so amazing. But at the same time, because of that, there's no one size fits all approach to treating this. So we need to look at the physical, like the injuries to the neck can often prolong the recovery from a, from a head trauma, uh, vestibular dysfunction, that part of the inner ear, if uh. it's not treated and managed as part of this, it can confuse the brain and is often goes hand in hand with these kind of, with these concussions. So it's very complex and it takes a complex approach to manage the, managing them. So anybody who's sustained this been evaluated and it's still going on two to four weeks later, really should get and seek further assistance to manage this because there is effective treatment available. And Grant, we know that um, you know a, a concussion can happen once. I mean, one one accident, one bad hit in a football game, whatever it is. But we also know that there's a lot more research going on with you know continuous hits. For example, like CTE, CTE and football players, those those went over and over again, and, and and the damage that can can do long term. So that is something you know. Again, when you go back to kids in sports, making sure that the helmets are proper, 
all of those things it's really important for parents to to find that out from from the coaches and from the the team organizers yeah absolutely and changing the attitude of sport and why we're playing it and how we're going about the game so taking those headshots out well I think there was a time when that was fun to watch I think I'll tell you I I cringe every time I see it because I know the impact that that can Mm -hmm. have on somebody so it's not fun and it's not funny and it doesn't need to be part of the sport so if you're sitting out there saying you enjoy that I'm telling you this is an impact on these people's lives so so speaking to cumulative trauma it absolutely can have a detrimental effect on somebody's cognitive level and their enjoyment of life after sport and it's very important we're addressing it dealing with it and making sure that we're giving these uh, individuals the care that they need but also risk um, you know sending a kid out after a trauma to the head or even ourselves yeah we, we might dismiss that trauma and say oh it's not that bad second impacts it, second impacts can cause fatal incidents mm. and we've seen it in boxing but it also can happen in any sport you have a trauma to the brain another trauma within a certain period of time can cause a fatal outcome and we do not obviously nobody yeah. wants to see that but even on the mild side of things they can have long-term impacts on people's lives and their enjoyment of simple day-to-day things like even just sitting here talking on the radio and trying to focus on what I'm saying can be very hard for somebody who's had a head trauma. Grant Fedork joining me this afternoon as you mentioned there's def- different therapy depending on uh, on the injury so um, you know so there's a lot of conversation that to be had around that we don't necessarily need to go in that we we can you could figure that out when you're you know at the at the office and and do that i think one of the one of the big questions people would have grant then and maybe my final question this afternoon is when is it okay to return to sport yeah, and so it starts with grade. It's it's similar to any other injury, not not exactly the same, but we definitely have to ease our way into things. So initially, rest is very important. That's the common denominator that everybody agrees on. Within the first few days, it's very important that your brain is treated like a damaged tissue that needs it needs an opportunity to heal. And so any stress to it is not a good thing necessarily. However, as we as our brain heals, it does need to be stressed in order to recover and so it needs to be introduced very slowly all of those symptoms that we were talking about and again there there's so many of them uh without going into all of them (laughs) headaches are a common one uh drowsiness dizziness uh sensitivity to life changes in vision those all of those things even fatigue low energy difficulty seeing uh reading cognitive changes we follow those and then we reintroduce activity slowly and monitor the response to symptoms And so much like you would with a muscle, if it hurts, don't push it. If you're having difficulty, you have to back off with any of those symptoms. So it's very important to do this under the care of somebody who knows what to monitor and reintroduces those activities at a a good stage and at a a good rate as well. And great to know that it can be treated as well. Uh, You can find out more if you check out uh, leadingedgephysio.com. There's a couple really great articles on concussion on the website. And if, uh, if if you're wanting to find out more, you can drop a line ask the physio button right on on the web page as well and if uh, someone in your life is dealing with some of these things maybe they've had a concussion you're looking for some more help uh, there is help out there to be had just give the folks over at leading edge physio a call grant i sure appreciate your time this afternoon uh, no problem i just love getting the word out about these such important things our brains are important our bodies are important so let's get out there and enjoy life best absolutely you enjoy the weekend Take care. Take care, Grant Fedora from Leading Edge Physiotherapy.